Hello, my friends, and uh, welcome to The Informed Catholic. My name is Nechabar. Um, I'm going to read um, a report here from the BBC. It's been on the news. Uh, Pope Benedict XVI Emeritus is extremely very ill. Uh, reports are that he's experiencing kidney failure. Pope Francis appeals for prayers for uh, for his ill predecessor. Uh, this is from the BBC. So uh, I'm going to start off with an Our Father, and I'm going to say three Hail Marys. We're going to say this for Pope Benedict XVI, okay? In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, now and forever. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. Um, I'm going to read this. Okay. Pope Francis has said, Former Pope Benedict XVI is very ill, and he has asked pilgrims at the Vatican to pray for him. Benedict 95 became the first leader of the Catholic Church to, to, to step down in 600 years, in 2013. He cited, because of his advanced age, there's been a lot of speculation about that, but we won't argue that about this at this point. At the end of the Pope's final audience of the year, he asked people to pray a special prayer for Pope, Pope Emeritus Benedict. The Vatican then said, the ex-pope's health has worsened in recent hours. The situation at the moment remains under control, constantly followed by doctors, said spokesman Matteo, Matteo Broni. Pope Francis was addressing a general audience in the Vatican's Paul VI Hall when he looked up from a piece of paper and spoke about Benedict's declining health. He then made a short trip from the hall to the Vatican Gardens to see Benedict at the Matar Ecclesia Monastery, where he has lived since he stepped down. Wow. It's, um... I mean, John Paul II... I mean since I became Catholic, was the first Pope to pass away. You know, I don't remember John Paul I. <clears throat> Benedict was a 
I guess, the first controversial, shocking event of a pope stepping down in, in, in my lifetime since I became Catholic. And Francis is the third pope, I guess you can say, that was elected. I mean, I don't remember John Paul being elected. I wasn't, I was a kid. But um, this drama is, is quite, um, you know, it's unnerving. I mean, I, I, I never cared about something, especially about the Catholic Church. Popes will come and go. That's true. Uh, John Paul II, I have uh, an affection for because I became Catholic under him. Benedict, I have an affection for. I like his conservatism. John Paul II, his, his strong stance, he was always a strong, strong and he was masculine. Benedict was more of a genteel cultural, is a genteel cultural man. And Francis, unfortunately, I don't know what to make of him. You know, some people would say because he's a, he's a Jesuit, but I don't know about that. It's, look, it's a struggle. And you're not going to connect with everybody. And um, what's going on with the church now, and uh, I love the Catholic Church. I love the fact that God has given me this opportunity in in this life to convert. And I love the fact that people I met, I love the fact that God has introduced me, uh, especially to my friend Henry, the fact that I met Ron and Sarah, the fact that I met um, Father Richard and then Henry. It's, you know, it's almost like the way, you know, when you look at it, um, Andrew and Philip knew John the Baptist and you know you know you 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 they behold the lamb of god and then Christ because of Christ I knew I know these people and I and and I'm and I'm appreciative of it you know um and he has he has um Christ has done one um wonderful things in my life and I'm very, very thankful and appreciative. And the fact that he has also uh brought my mom back to the Catholic faith. And I'm praying, hoping that my brother will become Catholic and will appreciate, you know, will will come to know Christ and find joy in him. And, you know, these are the things. So anyway, let's continue. Um in the article. Okay, so I stopped here. He then made a short trip. This is after he asked the, the pilgrims to pray for Pope Benedict Emeritus. He then made the short trip from the hall to the Vatican Gardens to see Benedict at the Mother Ecclesia Monastery where he has lived since he stepped down. Earlier this month, Francis revealed he frequently visited his predecessor. Okay, that's good. There's a photo here. My goodness, he's grown so frail, so frail. We're all going to grow frail. <laughs> speaking, speaking, uh, 
of Benedict as a saint and a man of high spiritual life. He said the former pope was lucid and had a good sense of humor. The former pope has struggled with speech for some time, and two years ago, at Maltese, uh, a Maltese cardinal said Benedict had told new cardinals that the Lord has taken away my speech to let me appreciate silence. He speaks softly, but follows your conversations, Pope Francis told Spanish newspaper. Uh, told the Spanish newspaper. As the photo says here, um, it shows Pope Fra um, Pope Francis, and it looks like Pope Francis is uh, holding on to a um, a cane because I know he's had trouble with his knee. Uh, this is believed to be the most recent photograph of Pope Benedict here meeting Pope Francis at the monastery in August. And there's that young, um, that young bishop uh, that was always hanging around. I can't remember his name, but anyway, um, at least it's good to see that. Cardinals around the world joined Pope Francis in praying for his predecessor. In these difficult and serious moments, let us unite in fervent prayer for our dear Pope Emeritus, wrote Guinean Cardinal Robert Serra, the most senior African prelate at the Vatican until last year. When the Pope took, took new cardinals to meet him at the Mater Ecclesia Monastery in August, Benedict looked frail, but he shook them all by the hand and engage with them. Benedict XVI was 85 when in February 2013, he surprised Catholics around the world with his decision to step down. Less than eight years after he had been elected Pope as Cardinal Joseph Ratzinger. You know, the saddest thing I remember uh, about, about when he got elected is that the liberals, especially those who weren't Catholic, it always bugs me how they called him a Nazi. They love throwing that around. They love throwing the term Nazi at anyone they don't like. Simply because when he was a child during, the, during those years, Hitler was in power and he was forced to be in the Hitler youth movement. He ran away. Uh, I know he ran away. It's obvious because I've heard, I've seen documentaries about him. I believe he did it twice. The second time around, he was warned that if he ran away again, his father and mother or his family members will be thrown into prison. Can you imagine being threatened like that? You know, you don't want to be in this thing. You don't want to join it. You know, you don't want to be part of it. And if you do, I mean, you're a little kid. You're forced into this whole thing. Everybody was forced into it. So, yeah, they don't, they just, they just love the, the fact that he's a conservative bothered a lot of people. A lot of bishops here, they were very disappointed when he got elected. They were very, I remember seeing, uh, there was a seminary, a photo, and I don't know if, where it was, but he was here in the United States. And when the word came out that Benedict was elected cardinal, I mean, uh, elected pope, all the young men in the back cheered. They were all young seminarians, you know, 
trained to be priests. And the old guys in the front, the older priests and cardinals, they look, they look like somebody just, uh, you know, passed them a, 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 you know, a serious laxative or something. It was just amazing. Their disappointments. They didn't, they didn't move. They were in stunned shock. They were hoping he wouldn't get elected. All right, let's continue. Benedict XVI was 85 in February 2013 when he surprised Catholics around the world with his decision to step down. Less than eight years after he had been elected Pope as Cardinal Joseph Ratf uh, elected Pope, um, he, was he, was, he was Cardinal Joseph, I mean, he is Joseph Ratzinger, but he took the name Benedict. Not since Gregory XIII stepped down in 1415 had a, pope, had a pope resigned. Benedict had presided over his predecessor, John Paul II's funeral mass. He was the eighth German to become pope and was known for his conservative traditionalist views. I love, they love, I love how they put that. Campaigning against the social activism of liberation theology. Well, so did John Paul II against it. But his papacy was marked by scandal involving child sex abuse by priests. Two reports in 2009 detailed the extent of pedophilia and cover-ups within the Irish church. And it later emerged that almost 400 priests had been defrocked by Benedict in 2011 and 2012. You know, a lot of the decisions to cover up was not by him. It was done by the Irish bishops or the German bishops or the American bishops. They're the ones who covered it up. They covered it up and they did that also. And unfortunately, it happened with John Paul II with his failing health. There was a lot. There was a lot of cover up. And a lot of it seems like I don't know why, but I think that a lot of our bishops who are in that culture of... Uh, uh, homosexuality. Also, probably a lot of these men were probably there, um, either blackmailed them or they were in a relationship with them. Who knows? Okay. Uh, however, earlier this year, the former Pope accepted the errors had been made um, in handling sexual abuse case while he was Archbishop of Munich from 1977 to 1982. A German inquiry commissioned by the church found that he had failed to act in four cases. Benedict denied wrongdoing, but asked for forgiveness for any grievous fault. What happened was there was a lot of cover-up. There was a lot that they avoided, that, that they made sure did not make it to his desk. You know, you got to remember, I mean... When when certain people have their hands dirty, they're going to do everything they can to protect themselves and protect their situation. You know, if and if it means they're gonna they're gonna lie to him and trick him, they'll do it. All right, Cardinal Reinhard Marx, not a good man. The current Archbishop of Munich said he had seen Benedict in September and called on churchgoers to include him in their prayers. Although Benedict was the first pope for 600 years to stand down, Pope Francis made it made clear in his Spanish interview this month that he had that he he had 
too had signed a letter of resignation in 2013 in case of health impediment or whatever hand hand um, handing it to Cardinal Berton, the Vatican Secretary of State of the time. All right, let's continue. So even um, Pope Francis has signed uh, a possibility of resignation if he had to. But here, unfortunately, they're, they're trying to throw, knows how this article in the BBC has to throw this in, has to throw in the um, the sexual abuse. I mean, that's something that the uh, secular media loves. And, you know, they, they want to hear about scandal. They want to, this is, you know, it makes the church look bad. It makes, it discredits Christ. It discredits the gospel. And the one thing we got to remember, our Lord has said, scandals will come and scandals must come. But woe to the one who, who, bring, who, who is the cause of the scandals. Christ has said that. All right, move on. Let me see here. Well, let me look here. Okay, well, this is this is an old one they're putting here. All right, so let's move on uh, to the next article here. All right, this is probably not much different, but we're going to read it anyway. And um, let's let's say another prayer for. Uh, for Pope Benedict, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory now and forever. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. Heavenly Father, please um, strengthen and comfort Pope Benedict in his this uh, very fragile and uh, very delicate time and uh, strengthen his faith, remove any fear in his heart, remove any doubt. 
and uh, strengthen him. Blessed Mother, please pray for him. Saint Joseph, pray for him. And uh, Saint Benedict, pray for him. Sacred Heart of Jesus, have mercy on him. Sacred Heart of Jesus, have mercy on him. Sacred Heart of Jesus, grant him your mercy and peace. Amen. Immaculate Heart of Mary, pray for him. Immaculate Heart of Mary, pray for him. Immaculate Heart of Mary, pray for him. In the name of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, this is from Axio and is from Noah Bresner. The same photo that they had in the BBC. Pope Francis said Wednesday that his predecessor, 95-year-old Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI, is very sick and asked his audience to pray for the former pontiff. The Vatican said in a statement, Benedict's condition was worsening due to advanced age and that Francis had gone to visit his predecessor. He's now under the constant supervision of doctors, but the situation remains under control, Vatican spokesperson Matteo Bruni said. The same thing will be heard in the, in the last one. So it's pretty much almost the same. Benedict now lives in the Mater Ecclesia, just as the last article said, monastery on Vatican ground, where he moved shortly after becoming the first pope to resign in 600 years in 2013. Francis made remarks at the end of the general audience at the Vatican, but didn't discuss the specifics of Benedict's condition. I'd like to ask for all of you, ask all of you for a special prayer for Emeritus Pope Benedict, who in silence is sustaining the church. Francis says, according to translation from the AP, Associated Press, I remind you that he is very sick. Let's ask the Lord to comfort him and sustain him in this testimony of love to the church to the very end. All right, so... All right, so uh, that was it. That's pretty much it. Um, huh, well, we... Um, you know, the church... The Pope is not the church. Christ is the church. The church belongs to Christ. The Pope is a member of the church. But if I'm if you're gonna ask me, yes, I believe Pope Francis is legitimately a Pope. He is legally Pope. Is Pope Benedict legally Pope? Yes. One is retired, the other one is active. But it doesn't make him any less the legal pope of the church than Francis, and it doesn't make Francis any less legal pope of the church than Benedict. All right, this is the times that we live in, this is it. Okay, I know some people want to split hairs about it. Um, I... I have to say, honestly, I'm sorry for the situation with um, uh, former father Frank Pavone, who's now known as Mr. Frank Pavone, and um, 
Father Altman, who is very angry and very, you know, he expressed such a lot of venom and uh, called, um, you know, Father, I mean, uh, Bishop Barron, and, 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 and he said a lot of, like, angry things about Pope Francis and other popes, I mean, other bishops, uh, in a very angry manner. And I think that's wrong. Look, all these men uh, are, you gotta, you gotta pick your battles. You gotta pick your battles. And you got to also be smart. All right. Father Altman, because he's, I think, suspended, and I believe is unfair, the things that happened to him, but you got to pick your battles. You cannot, if you cannot win this battle, then you're going to have to play it. You have to ask if this is how Christ wants you to go about. If this is the road that you're going to go, I'm not a priest. But if, if, if you need to play it smart, then play it smart. I mean, okay. Has it helped Father Altman in a situ any, any situation? Calling Pope Francis names, is that going to help him to be heard? No. Calling um, uh, a bishop names, is that helping him? When we had the shutdown, understandable the fact that the churches were closed. Has it helped him losing his position as a priest, as an active priest? No. You know, you got to pick your battles and you got to pick your battles correctly, which is more important. Yes, Christ is important. But is it going to help you um, not being able to administer sacraments, not being able to to be to be accessible to people? We have bad bishops. We're living in an unfortunate time. But this is exactly the time where Christ wants us to live. This is exactly the time where we have to be, uh, where he wants us to become saints. All right. It, you know, if the way I look at it, I'd rather have a father Altman as a priest right now than having him on YouTube calling calling Pope Francis names. I'd rather have Father Frank Pavone back as Father Frank Pavone, even though he's now Mr. Frank Pavone. And I know right now he lost his dad just recently. It's sad. Um pray for him. He's going he's grieving right now. It's a, it's a very sad time. But I'd rather have him back as a priest than having him walk around with no collar. It's unfortunate. I mean, it's someone told him, you know, the bishops don't like it when they can't control something. It's sad that we're living in a time with such men being politicians. You gotta play it smart. I don't know. You gotta pick your battles. Um, 
and you got to be smart about it. I mean, there was a scene using the term pick your battles from the chosen, right? People came from the Sermon on the Mountain and they camped outside the city walls of Capernaum. And they had the actors who play Nathaniel, excuse me, and fought on um, Simon the Zealot. And they're going around looking at the camp. Simon the Zealot is trying to control the situation by because the people planted their their um, their tents, and they were starting a fire to cook and keep warm. And the Romans have a, a rule of how close a fire is from a, um, a you know a camp. Within you know within the camp, how close the fire is supposed to be, because they don't want the canvases of the of the tents to caught on fire, and they obviously Simon Z was trying to to police to try to tell people so they don't get any problems, and you know the crowds uh, questioned if they were disciples of Jesus of Nazareth, and Nathaniel had to grab Simon Z the zealot aside and said, "How is it? How is how is it policing the camp?" And he said to him, "Listen." You must choose your battles, my friend. Telling people how to cook right now is not is you know is only causing attraction on you, unnecessary attraction, and causing, and maybe even causing the people to get too too excited that it might grab the attention of the Romans. You know the point is choose your your battles carefully. Choose your battles carefully. I'd rather have Father Altman back as a priest right now and I'd rather have Father Frank Provone back as a priest right now you know and you gotta be careful not to become a celebrity you know it might look like it's far more important than um, than the message you know and, and you know I know this whole thing with the uh, the fetus on a makeshift altar and then the uh the um, uh, calling using, you know, G damned on uh, on Twitter, um, and maybe 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 he shouldn't have become too too political with the Trump thing. You know, you got to choose your battles. You got to choose your battles carefully, and you got to remember, you know, the bishops. They play by a very different, um, you know, they're very different rule book. And also they're on a very different floor level than you. You know, if you're on the, the, the third floor and they're on the, they're on the, uh, the, the 18th floor. And they have access to thing, uh, to, uh, to certain things that you do not have access to. They have access to the Pope. They have access to the Vatican office. They have a access to uh, filing complaints against you. Uh, and you and you don't have access to that. You know, you have to ask the Lord, how am I, how am I to fight this? Is it really necessary for you to go down like this? Now look, he has to make an appeal. And they're telling him there's no appeal. Right now, in this point, while we don't know how long this Pope is going to be alive, Pope Francis, 
We don't know how many more years. In those years, he's lost from being an active priest. He's still a priest, but his ability to, to say prayers, to say mass, to, um, to do all the things that, uh, that, that, that people need. And also people are losing opportunities from healing, from hearing him speak. I mean, he'll speak now uh, on YouTube. It's just going to have a very different effect on people seeing him unable to, to, um, to have these abilities, to have these, um, sacramental, uh, you know, powers back. It's, un it's unfortunate. All right, so here's another one. This is from um, uh, ABC News. Um, okay, hold on. I believe it's ABC because I see it, but it looks like Channel 6, but usually I, I know them only for Channel 7, but who knows? Vatican says health of retired Pope Benedict XVI is worsening. A lot of this stuff seems to be recycled, but this is from by Francis DiMalio, Associated Press. See what I'm saying? Okay, I'd like to ask all of you for a special prayer for Emeritus, Pope Benedict uh, by, Pope, uh, by Pope Francis. Vatican City, the help of Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI has worsened due to his age, and doctors are constantly monitoring the 95-year-old uh, condition, the Vatican said Wednesday. Vatican spokesperson Matteo Broni said Pope, Fran said Pope Francis, who asked the faithful earlier Wednesday to pray for Pope Benedict and went to visit his predecessor in the monastery at the Vatican grounds, where the retired pontiff has lived since retiring uh, in February 2013. Here's a tweet by Vatican News. I would like to ask all of you for a special prayer for Pope Emeritus, okay, who is who in silence is supporting the church, remembering him. He he is remember him. He's very ill, asking the Lord to console him and sustain him in this witness of love for the church until the end. Pope Francis, regarding the health conditions of the of the Emeritus Pope, for whom Pope Francis asked for prayers at the end of his general audience. This morning, I can confirm that in in the last hours, a worsening uh, due due um, worsening due to, to advanced age has happened. Uh, Bruni said in a written statement, "The situation at the moment remains under control." constantly monitored by doctors, according to the statement. At the end of the customary Wednesday audience with public and Vatican auditorium, Francis departed from his prepared remarks to say that Benedict is very sick and asked the faithful to pray for the retired pontiff. Uh, Francis didn't elaborate at the conditioning of, the, uh, of Benedict. Okay, so... It's pretty much almost the same thing. I'd like to ask all of you, okay, for special prayers, the same thing. Um, okay, let's ask the Lord to comfort him and sustain him in this testimony of love. 
After the hour-long audience, Pope Francis went to the Matea Mater Ecclesia Monastery to visit Pope Benedict XVI. Let us all unite with him in prayer for the Emeritus Pope, said Bruni said. Benedict, who was in the, f the first pontiff to resign in 600 years, has become increasingly frail in recent years as he dedicated his post-papacy life to prayer and meditation. When Benedict returned 95 in April, his longtime secretary, Archbishop Greg Gonswen, said the retired pontiff was in good spirits, adding that naturally he is physically relatively weak and fragile, but, but rather lucid. Okay, that's uh, the young the young bishop. Francis called on Benedict at the monastery for, for months. Uh, the occasion was Francis' latest ceremony ele elevating churchmen to cardinals' ranks, and the new prince of the church, uh, 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 princes of the church, accompanied him for a brief greeting. The Vatican released a photo at the time that showed a very thin-looking Benedict clasping a hand of Francis at the current and past pontiff smiled at each at each other. The current and past pontiff smiled at each other. All right, so it's it's pretty much the same thing. The first years of retirement, Benedict attended a couple of cardinal elevating ceremonies in St. Peter's Basilica, but in recent years, he wasn't strong enough to attend the long services. So we just have to pray for him. And I think that's the best thing to do is just pray for, for him and pray for the church and pray for Pope Francis as well. He needs our prayers as well. Um, it's, it's, you know, I mean, who knows what, 2023 is going to hold for all of us. It's a, it's a difficult time. You know, it's a very dramatic time as well. Uh, you know, it's uncertain, but it's a difficult time. And like I said, um, Christ is the one in charge. He, he wants us to live through this. You know, he wants us to be saints. It's not easy, but we have to simply surrender, our, surrender ourselves to him so we can be saints. All right, so um, let's close it with a prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord have mercy, Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation. But deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, now and forever. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. 
Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.